It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is going on, everybody? My name is Colour Lawler. Welcome back to a week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking one comic book character, as we do every single week. We talk to good points and their bad points, and we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mean. Sean, how's it going? It's going well, Connor. Happy to be here. Mm. That was a very pleasant intro you did there. I like the way it sounded. I've been really trying to enunciate. It's it's working, by. <laughs> This is your first episode. It normally just starts complimentary, then it devolves into maybe just hatred later on. Yeah, well, DC Comics and everyone who likes them are shit, so I don't know what to think anymore. Oh, no, he's got me. (laughs) 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 So, as you probably tell, I normally cover DC characters. Sean normally covers Marvel characters. And Sean, you did a report on Mr. Sinister last week. Indeed, Um, I did, Connor. And it was, and I have heard the rumours, shit. Um, but well, <laughs> I wouldn't believe all those so, rumours you hear. I thought it was pretty good myself. <laughs> but I mean, it was alright. But I'm back again this week, Sean, talking a DC character that nobody will have ever heard of. Well, maybe oh, not nobody. But somebody, um, someone wrote him. Somebody, at least. Uh, one man who has heard of them is one of your Marvel boys, Steve Dishko. Um, and oh. Steve was one of the creators of this character uh, over at DC. Can I can I guess? Am I going Go to steal your thunder if I guess it right? Go. Is it Mr. Miracle? No. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> that was a setup and a trap. <laughs> Would have been good, though. Would have been class. Creators Joe Gill and Steve Ditko. Um, the character I'm covering is Nightshade. Eve Eden is her name. Okay, that sounds like... Mm. That sounds like just... If someone wanted to think of a superhero off the top of their yeah. head, yeah, that's what they would pick. Well, I Nightshade. have a cooler nickname for Okay. The Darling of Darkness. Oh, okay. <laughs> the little emo inside of me is very happy all of a sudden. 
Um, so Nightshade is one of those characters. There isn't an awful lot to delve into. It's just a cool character that I thought we, it'd be fun to cover. Um, not every character is going to be as in-depth as we can possibly get, but um, <laughs> Nightshade is a character that had a bit of a weird history because her first appearance was in uh, The Atom, um, and that right. was in like 1966. But she was with Charlton, Charlton Comics. Um, oh, where um, Shazam came from. Yeah, so not part of DC, like originally. Um, and yeah. then Nightshade, along with all the other childhood heroes, were acquired by DC. Basically, DC bought out the other comic book uh, creators. Yeah. And all their characters got integrated to all the DC continuity. So they're left with like hundreds of characters that have been nowhere near Spider-Man, or Spider-Man, Superman and Batman for the last like 50 years and had to figure out a way to get them all together. So they did a little thing in the 80s called Crisis on Infinite Earth, Sean, if you've heard of it. I, I have heard some things about that, yeah. Connor. Apparently uh, very important for DC Comics. It's basically the whole, uh, it's where a lot of uh, the main storylines were redone. And they integrated all these heroes and it basically just acted like, oh, they've been here all along. It's just a multiverse situation, but they just rejigged it. And it's like, okay, well, they were always here. You just didn't see them. And everyone got a different backstory. They kind of integrated more into the regular DC world that already existed. Okay. Um, And so in the epic adventure, destroy DC's multiverse. The childhood characters were revealed to have existed on Earth 4. Um, and then they were all brought in. So in Earth 1, 2, 5, 4 and X, uh, they were all brought into this, something called the New Earth, which is really the New new Earth is um, it's like Earth 616 for okay, Marvel. Okay, it's like the main it's, continuity. It's just the main continuity. Now, since New 52 and all that came in, it's been kind of changed up. But New, new Earth, uh, that version of DC is the main one we all would have read growing up. That That's okay. all the continuities all together. Um, Nightshade played a small role in that series in Crisis on Infinite Earths fighting along all the other heroes or whatever against the Anti-Monitor which was the big villain um, but with that her major, major uh, appearance came actually in Suicide Squad number one in May 1987 okay. so a little bit about Eve Eden which I think you've already guessed is the most it's the first name ever really when you think about it <laughs> first name yeah it's the first name anyone <laughs> in the Bible ever thought of. <laughs> yes. Um, it's, it's literally like Steve, come up with a name. Um, oh, uh, Eve. Yeah. Eve, oh, where's she from? Steve, uh, come up with a name. Male or female? <laughs> Adam Eden. <laughs> um, Shit. So Eve Eden grew up in an idyllic Kansas suburbs with her family. Everything's going well, Sean. It's lovely, right? Yeah. Um, her father is actually a senator and a um, very respected man. And when even her brother Larry were young, they come home from school one day. Sorry. Yeah. Larry Eden. Larry Eden. Yeah, they didn't really... Well, I think Adam was too on the nose, so they mixed it around a little bit. You What's the least fair Adam-like name we can go up with? Larry. Larry. Shout out to Larry's. Her other brother, Jim Bob. So Larry, <laughs> um, um, her brother, and her were young. Their mother, Maureen. Um, oh, she came Good in. Good Irish name. Good Irish name. Well, Maureen comes in one day after they come home from school, Sean, and you're not going to like this. I wouldn't need you to bear with me. Um, she just, you know, blurts out, as we all have had happen to us, that 
There was a land of the nightshades, and she's originally a royal member of the land of the nightshades, which is a different dimension. <laughs> you give me a lot of shit on this show for having to put up with what you call Marvel bullshit, Marvel cosmic bullshit, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't just tell someone, hey, you're a superhero now. No, well, she doesn't say you're a superhero. What she says to them is, look, I'm the queen of a mythical realm called the Land of the Nightshades, where all darkness goes. It's all shadows. It's all right. that stuff. Um, and I'm just royalty there. You know how it is. But she was banished by a villain named Incubus. Um, great fucking, great band name. <laughs> their father was never told, unaware. And as Man. he would not believe his wife's story, Maureen received word that Incubus was now dead. So she says to her kids, I've told you all this because we're going to go back and see your mom's home world. I'm going to show you where I grew up and where I'm royalty. Also, I have superpowers. Also, you have superpowers. We're not going to get into it. But This is issue one, I'm presuming. Issue one, Sean. Well, um, fine, whatever. <laughs> and took her children to the home world and explained their heritage to them. Unfortunately, the news of Incubus's death... Was a rouge, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Eat shit, Maureen. Eat shit, Maureen. You got what you deserved. (laughs) You fucked around and you found out. Um, They were attacked by Incubus's, and you're going to like his his little minions, Incudemons, um, who kidnapped Larry and mortally wounded Maureen. Oh no, Maureen. I just like the idea that fucking, like, Incubus fucking lord of the land of nightshade. It's just like, and now, get Larry! <laughs> Kidnap Larry and kill Maureen! And um, Eve is presumably fine through all Eve of this? Eve is, she's there, she's witnesses all this, it's all horrible. Uh, Maureen told Eve that she has the power to become a living shadow and open portals to any location that she could see in her mind. Um, and urging her to master her powers to rescue her brother. She's like, I'm going to die. You've got superpowers. Rescue Larry, you little shit. Figure it out right now or your brother is dead. No pressure. Um, So Eve returns home while while forced to leave her dying mother behind. It's very sad. Um, That mother definitely dies and stays dead forever. Actually... I don't have any more on the mother, so technically, okay. maybe still dead. Um, her father, unaware of anything that, of this happening, just completely unaware, uh, just living his life. He's reading the paper and he looks around and just shrugs. <laughs> Must be out for milk. Um, so he's still at home. Uh, Eve tells him his mother's, the, her mother's gone missing and Larry's gone missing where? They've just gone on the run. Um, so he's devastated. And uh, he's devastated by the loss of his wife and his son. He's going to cook the dinner now. And he and he begins to grow distant. Um, Larry was a great cook. <laughs> he begins <laughs> to grow distant, right? Because Eve's been a bit weird. He's lost his wife and his son, and Eve's not even talking to him. He doesn't understand what's going on, right? Yeah. And um, and he later channels his bitterness into becoming a senator, which is a very funny light. <laughs> that is... I don't think senators should channel bitterness in an ideal world. (laughs) Oh, in an ideal world, Sean. Um, Eve returned to the land of the nightshades several times um, to rescue 
Larry, her brother, but yeah. could not fight Incubus as she got her ass handed to her every time. The last encounter damaged her powers, causing her to hurt herself whenever she becomes a living shadow. She had no one to turn to for help until she met a Catholic priest who listened and comforted her. Since then, Eve became a devout Catholic in search for inner strength to one day face the Incubus and rescue her brother. Um, Inspired by superheroes, Eve decided she needed experience to fight Incubus because she's got powers now. She doesn't got any experience, Sean. So she drops out of college, just much to her father's dismay, and moves closer his, to what his dad is just like. I don't understand <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> Why is every, he's still just reading the newspaper, shrugging. <laughs> in order to become a legitimate superhero in the ca- nation's capital, she also used her status as the capital's darling and became a notorious party girl to to spite her father. So she's doing a bit of a Bruce Wayne here. So yeah. she's she's now a party girl to hide the fact that she's trained to be a superhero. Okay, so it's like, oh, this she she couldn't possibly be the one who's stopping all the crime. She's too busy having fun and dressing pretty, kind of a deal. Yeah, what a gal. Um, and so, right. and the father's like, "Where's my wife and son? Also, my daughter's weird." <laughs> Father's like, I know there's something you're not telling me about the disappearance of my wife and son. <laughs> Who just said ran away one day. <laughs> and he, and to when asked, how do you know this? You replied, uh. <laughs> <laughs> she shrugged when reading the newspaper. <laughs> I don't know. Um, eventually, Eve approached the Central Bureau of Intelligence um, once she was trained up. And she trained with Tiger as well um, and offered her services to the organization. So she's like, what better experience? Central Bureau of Intelligence. They agreed to hire her as an unofficial agent and she worked with them um, as the costume hero Nightshade. During this time, she took down several supervillains, including Black Spider, Image and Punch and Julie. <laughs> Jesus. Top tier villain. Yeah, yeah. all of them. Um, Joker is shaking right now. <laughs> despite her deed, she loaded herself for being still unable to save Larry. Nightshade was later introduced to Amanda Waller, who asked her to become a member of Task Force X. Nightshade agrees on the condition that she could use the team for one personal mission. Saving Lawrence. Talking to my dad. (laughs) Um, Kill my father. (laughs) He won't know what's going on. So she's on Task Force X, but she's not like a, a villain. She's like just a free agent kind of thing. Free agent. She was working with the Central Bureau of Intelligence. And uh, right. Amanda Waller was like, she's a lost soul. Let's bring her in. Right. So she's... And she, would she have the bomb in her neck or is that um, like standard actually, issue? Actually, does Rick Flagg have the bomb in his neck notoriously? Normally he does. I think it's more of a... Yeah, because I know in Death Suicide Squad with James Gunn, it's like a unity thing. It's like, I have one of these in my neck as well. Yeah, so, like we all have one. Yeah, we're all the same. So maybe she um, would have it. Now, Nightshade's adventures with Task Force X were disasters. Her first mission was infiltrating um, a terrorist group by posing as a villain. Um, the terrorist group massacred an airport of civilians in their first demonstration. Oh. And Nightshade was horrified at being an accessory to the crime. 
I mean, it's pretty bad. That's a pretty yeah. bad day one at your first job. Uh, after she assisted the Suicide Squad in destroying the terrorist organization, she lashed out at Amanda Waller for being responsible for putting her in there in the first place. Um, that's that's a standard thing that yeah. happens in the Suicide Squad. Is it's Amanda Waller's fault? She doesn't care. Um, however, Nightshade decided not to quit the Suicide Squad out of disgust for Waller because the agreement was still there that eventually she would get that help to go get Larry. So she's like, I'm sticking it out. I'm sticking right, it out. So that's like the carrot that's like forever dangled in front yeah. of her. It's like, help her brother. Exactly. Um, and Nightshade was disgusted at working with the Suicide Squad, which obviously consisted of criminals. The only people that she found decent to work with were Nemesis and Colonel Richard Flagg. So um, Flag. she, she's good friends with them, but mostly she hates everyone on the team. Understandable, understandable, because she does seem to have, like, I, because when you said Suicide Squad, I thought she was just a villain, but she seems to, like, genuinely want to do good. Yeah. Um, and well, she's to, royalty shot of, uh, of uh, Realm. Oh, that Realm, that famous Realm that I remember the name of. Uh, hang on, hang on. Land hang of on. Nightshade? I, Land of the Nightshades. There we go. That yeah. that Realm. Yeah, love that yeah. Realm. And she, her name's like, like like her name is Nightshade so I mean it works out her name is Eve sorry <laughs> I'm Steve Ditko in the creative <laughs> meeting um, so Nightshade was as I said disgusted um, she though eventually after sticking out for months Nightshade was soon finally given Waller's permission to commandeer the Suicide Squad and lead them to the Nightshade dimension to rescue Larry and defeat the Incubus Okay, so mm. she she has a whole team of quite capable supervillains mm. at her disposal, yeah. and Colonel Richard Flagg. Yeah. Surely this is the time she's going to get Larry back, right? But to, to, but to Eve's dismay, the incubus that was there had possessed her brother, in which oh. Larry is killed in the process. Oh, it's a oh, she got what she wanted, but in a different oh no. Yes, the situation Fuck. worsened, and Sean, I'm going to need you to bear with me. Do you know June Moon? June, oh, that's uh, Enchantress. Enchantress, Cara Delevingne in Car- Suicide Squad. Yes, <laughs> yes, um, doing a weird dance. She is very powerful, very evil witch. She's got that evil spirit in her, doesn't she? She um, does, but she's an archaeologist as well, or something. Well, Eve is possessed by June Moon's Enchantress persona, as the Enchantress persona, bear with me, is revealed to be a separate evil entity called the Succubus. And the succubus and <laughs> an incubus, brother and sister, Sean, brother and sister. Right. So the enchantress yeah. is a completely different character named the succubus. Yeah. Whose brother is named Incubus. Incubus is the lord of nightshade, the realm of nightshade, right? Right, right, right. Enchantress shows up at the Suicide Squad to think, right, she's a powerful witch that we have on our side. Turns out, evil within her, part of the realm. Just, what are the odds? What are the odds that this... One in a lot. (laughs) This was never explored before, surely. (laughs) Never again either. (laughs) So, um, and you're not going to, you're not going to like the why... Why Incubus and Succubus are about? Because they apparently attempted to force Eve 
to mate with <sighs> don't with like this incubus. don't like where this is going so they're going to put the succubus spirit in Eve they're going to put the incubus spirit in Larry and they're going to make the brother and sister mate so the evil gods can have more evil gods but though, but like the, bro- the, the brother and sister are possessed by a brother and sister yeah. that's all mm. levels of fucked my oh, dude. It's, it's multiple levels do you like um, comics <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, Eve, through sheer willpower, resisted. L- detest for Larry. Det- <laughs> I was ugly as fuck. Um, <laughs> resisted and destroyed the succubus while also exor- absorbing the succubus's powers. Convenient. So now she's got the evil god's powers within her, but she's turned them good. So they now have... Like, all the powers of Enchantress, Suicide yeah. Squad member Enchantress, yeah, yeah, yeah. but inside of someone who is good and doesn't want to be bad. It's smart. Clever. Clever. Jez, Clever. That's, that's writing right and, there. And within the fight, they beat the shit out of Incubus to the point that Deadshot shot him in the head. Of course, and Deadshot gets the kill. Love yeah. it. <laughs> um, Eve stayed with the squad up until the end, which she then went back to work. Uh, at the CBI afterwards but she just got to leave after the mission was completed she's like I'm out I have all these powers now yeah and bye bye Amanda <laughs> screw Waller screw all y'all I'm going home um, Nightshade re-emerged as a pe- member of an Alillan team that I think you'd like Sean called the Shadow Pact which are like a group of like good DC heroes that like solve mystical crimes and like stop mystical creatures like Constantine uh, and stuff L- Constantine this is where it gets confused because Constantine and Zatanna are part of a team called Justice League Dark who deal with mystical threats yeah think of Shadow Pact as like the offset brand they're like they're like the they, defenders like they're more like street level yeah I, they're like the Teen Titans version but they're not sidekicks I'm trying to figure out a way to explain it they're like they're basically the same team doing the same thing but they just have two separate teams like the West Coast Avengers and the yeah, Avengers yeah let's do it that way West Coast right. East Coast Avengers um, she was paired with people like Detective Chimp Ragman Phantom Stranger um, and it's a pretty good story you know what I mean That's true. I, w- I mean, I want to report on Detective Chimp, please. Detective Chimp is a pretty cool character. I should probably do one on him. Um, okay, you did Ragman before. Ragman's really I, cool. Yeah, Ragman is really powerful. He's got the ra- His rags are created from all the souls of people that died. Um, Nightshade and the other Shadow Pack members... <laughs> What? Sorry, just saying that sentence and then going right back into the report. Straight back in. I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> just say a random, really terrifying words. <laughs> yeah. And then just, anyway, so anyway, elephants look, are pretty we're big. all having fun. Nightshade <laughs> uh, and the other Shadow Pact members entered the town of River Rock, Wyoming, which was shielded from the outside world. Within that, she met her, met her villainous counterpart named Sister Shadow. So it's like her weird doppelganger is called Sister Shadow. This is just on a mission, by the way, with Shadow Pact. No right, other okay. um, Since then, she, sh- she served with the Shadow Pact, battling a host of magical villains. Very similar to Justice League Dark, but not really. Yeah. Um, it no, required some measure of concentration for her to form an elaborate darkness constructs that she likes to make with her partner Ragman. Um, Blue Devil, by the way, is also part of oh. uh, Shadow Pact. 
Okay, failed uh, special effects stuntman turned we have done, literal devil. Yes, we've done Blue Devil. He's very cool. He got he was a, sh- a special effects guy who got taken over by a demon. And yeah. back to the report. I <laughs> 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 should just introduce all Shadow Pact members, give them one line, and then just go back. Then just straight um, back in. Um, and within this fight, there's just a really small thing where she is actually blinded, Nightshade. Um, by light, by light power. And for the mm-hmm. first time in her life, she experienced what darkness was, as she had never ah. experienced it before. Interesting. And mm. that's where her powers come from, is darkness. Well, I haven't told you her powers fully, Sean, until the very end, because her powers and abilities, her main power is the ability to te- teleport her and others by passing through the land of the nightshade. So she can teleport anyone anywhere. But this is really where it gets cool, because her passengers can teleport with her, but they're subject to their worst nightmares when passing through that dimension. Holy shit. Yes. So she can bring you, but you're going to be terrified the entire time. By the time you arrive, you're going to be fucked in the bread. What if Batman goes through? Nothing scares him. That's fair. What about, what about Bats? Oh, and actually, death of his parents. Um, pretty, yeah. Had a pretty actually, profound impact on him. Pretty ma- notorious for fear, that lad, to be honest. Yeah. He's afraid of a lot of things. Um, who wouldn't be? Af- Joker wouldn't be uh, probably affected. But most Daredevil. People, dare, Daredevil, I suppose. From Marvel, he's a man without fear, so. <laughs> I, he's got to have some. There's something like, like spiders or something that's got to scare him. Nah, he's fine. He's nah, brave. He's fine. Um, when he, when he I would simply not be scared. Uh, <laughs> I would simply be cooler than the animals. <laughs> She's able to transform herself into a semi-solid shadow form um, and can actually expand shadows as well. She has the ability to create shadowy... Um, I, I don't know what the meaning of this word. Homon- Eucle- Hom- homunculus? Go- yes. Homunculus. So it's like it's an artificial human creature thing you know everything Uh, Nightshade has high skills in the martial arts she's very skilled at fighting um, becoming especially proficient in karate and she also has her tie with the CBI and the Suicide Squad has given her extensive knowledge in espionage tactics and stealth Um, so in terms of powers she's got magic which is pretty cool very vague just magic (laughs) just broad Um, strokes magic (laughs) unique physiology because Nightshade's powers are hereditary due to her being the only surviving royal family member from the land of the Nightshades a family of sorcerers Nightshade absorbed a succubus into her body as well so I mean when Larry died so she now has actually a pale complexion on her skin um, and her hair became living shadows. Oh, that's rad as fuck. Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's got Umbra Kinesis. First and foremost, her abilities come from a magical source, allowing her to tap into a shadowy realm to create dimensional forces of pure darkness. Um, she can use cre- she can make creatures out of the right. darkness, basically. To attack it's like it's a weird mix of do you know cloak from Marvel? Yes. It's very like cloak and then like green lantern on top of that. Yeah. Um, she's got shadow teleport- teleportation, of course. Um, Nightshade is able to create shadow creatures, as I said, constructs. 
Um, she pulls these objects and beings from her shadowy realm. She's got shadow mm-hmm. transformation. She be, she can become a living two-dimensional, two-dimensional tra- tangible shadow. That's a sentence. That's um, very cool. This effect gives her enhanced abilities as well as a change in her physiology. So she can go two-dimensional as a shadow if she needs to, if she's following somebody. Yeah, and just like blend into a wall. Yeah. And just, or go under a door. <laughs> she can phase through physical contact, allowing her to avoid hits or bullets. This doesn't stop her from attacking other people. So she can then solidify and punch you. Yeah, so you she can hit you, but you can't hit her. Yes. Busted. Um, and she's got hand-to-hand combat that's advanced in karate. Right. So you have, she can go anywhere she wants. Yeah. Turn two-dimensional and sneak up on you. Yeah. Punch you and you can never hit her back or shoot. And if, if you do get near her, she'll just send you to the Shadow Realm. And like in Yu-Gi-Oh! And you see her worst fear forever. <laughs> yes. Pretty compelling character, I would say, Connor. <laughs> um, and she's good as well. Like, these are evil person powers, but she's mm, good. She's Nightshade. She's a hero. That's really interesting. Because mm. it'd be so easy for her to be a villain. It's, that's what that's the thing it's like she has all these powers that are all really dark but maybe that's why it works because then you also have Dr. Light who's a villain who we've covered yes. so like the irony is that you have the darkness hero and then you've got the light villain and do they fight each other very frequently I don't or? think so I I mean they probably have there's definitely yeah, a comic yeah, where they have a, t- a pair off yeah yeah but uh, no that like that is a character I fully knew nothing about but now I think is really cool and I want to read it's, more I about mean, it. I mean, her head is made of shadows. Her hair. That's that's all you need yeah. in a character. Her Shadow hair is made head. of shadows and when she brings people to the nightshade realm, they see all their deepest fears and, and horrors. So if... She, does she... Is that ever... I assume there's bits in the comics where it's like suggested like, oh, I can take us there. Yeah. And then it's like... Well, maybe maybe we'll just get the train. I mean, we can get the taxi down, couldn't we? Because yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to see my parents die again. <laughs> don't really want to see everything I love turned inside yeah. out, please. Um, no, I, I think she's a very cool character. And the Shadow Pact crew, like, I've done a few of them. But, like, as you said, there's so many, like, out there magical characters in DC that we haven't covered. So I thought yeah. it'd be cool. I think she probably has the coolest powers. Just as a power set. Um, straight up it's weird how they got there where her mother was a royalty but what can you do yeah, yeah I'm not a big fan of the journey but the no. fuck the destination excellent but the powers the powers, powers are cool exactly yeah the car you're driving in excellent <laughs> yeah. but I think that's it for my report John very well done Connor would you like me to take us out yes please Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of Hero or Zero. We'll be back on Monday with Movie Mondays, Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, and next Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero. Big thanks to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that in the description if you want to support us over there. Everyone who does is an absolute legend, and we couldn't do the show without you. Um, Other ways to support the show... We do have a website link below, heroesforhire.ie. And if you do heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop, you can get access to our merch store to get like t-shirts and hoodies and caps and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that's a great way to support the show. And you can show your support uh, kind of in, in a general audience. Um, 
Other ways then, Facebook is Heroes for Hire Podcast or Detective Devilman's Discussion Group, whichever you prefer. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire Pod, the four is the number four. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Long. I've been Sean Neal. I shall see you on next week, guys. Bye. Bye. 